Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I am joined by my co-host, Joe, the Reverend Laporta. Mm, mm. I'm thinking about going by sidekick from now on. I want to be a sidekick. You want to be a sidekick? Yeah, yeah okay. sidekicks are fun. Which like, kind of sidekick? What's your what's what's your prototypical sidekick? What's my prototypical sidekick? Oh gosh, the one that's always right. I want to be like a Starscream, where like I just test uh, you all the time. And you're like Starscream, you're an idiot. And Starscream's like, I believe I'm. But, I'm, but I'm right. I'm always right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good sidekick to be. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got. <laughs> we also have with us Carlos Ramirez as usual. Carlos, how's hey it guys. Going? Uh, I'm pissed because uh, I'm in that Avengers Endgame uh, hype. I bought my tickets today, oh, so but not I. the best seats. So oh. it is what it is. But I'm happy. I'm stoked to to go see it. Yes, I, I'm excited. I I went in there this morning and like I heard the tickets were out and uh, it was yeah, I like just got to work and uh, I was like God damn it. So I'm trying to get the tickets. And I get on the website and then like Fandango's telling me I had to wait like an hour to like get the tickets. I heard I'm, straight three hour runtime though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's very long. You gonna do catheter or? Uh, you no, know, I, mean, I might I'm, have I'm to, a, man. I'm a camel, man. I, it's 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 no, it's no worries. <laughs> no, dude, I'm, I'm gonna camel. have to. So I actually <laughs> ended up getting seats uh, right on the edge uh, of the lane, so uh, okay. I can go to the restroom for you body breaks. Easy, easy access. It's kind of funny actually that I remember this because the last time I had a really big problem was the last Avengers movie, um, and I was sitting. Like maybe I had like six or seven people in between me and the um, the aisle to be able to go out, so I had to go potty twice <laughs> during the movie because it was so fucking long, and I drank a bunch of beer beforehand. So I get up, you know, once, and I walk through. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You do the whole thing, yeah. And then you know, go down, take a piece, piss, come back. And then I literally, it was like maybe 30 or 40 minutes left in the movie. And I was just like, I can't do it. I can't hold it that long. So I did it again. And then this kid that was literally sitting next to me, he must have been like maybe 14, 15 years old. Um, He gets up to go to the bathroom. And as he's coming back in, some of the, one of the guys like literally starts going like, you keep stepping on my wife's feet. There's like, I'm going to, I'm going to call him, get you kicked out of here. And he's just like yelling and railing at this kid. And I'm like, Hey asshole, that was me. <laughs> Leave the kid alone. <laughs> so now, I, I felt say, really bad. Yeah. Cause the kid ended up getting yelled at well, uh, fine, by this yeah. asshole stranger. But, um, I was like, it was my drunk ass that stepped on your wife's feet. Yeah. I, I remember my Avengers experience my for the, for uh, infinity war and we went to go see it and it was great. But we had these people sitting next to us that were, you know, you, you know, everyone, like especially when you go on opening night, like a premiere night, you always get like a, a couple people in the in the audience at least that are like just inappropriately talking or or yelling at the screen or whatever. At least once they were in our group. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So, anyways, we had these people down next to us, and I remember we were going through the movie, and they just kept like you know just doing that, that kind of inappropriate comment, like just not in, the comments weren't inappropriate; they were just at the inappropriate times of like while the movie's going on, and then the movie ends, and of course it had you know the ending that it had, and they literally the credits start rolling and they stand up and they're like fuck this movie i ain't never going to see another one of these motherfucking movies again i was like god damn i was like all right then well we know what you think uh they apparently did not enjoy the finger snap but you know (laughs) no not everybody's into doo-wop yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyways, on to the drinks. Uh, this evening, I'm drinking a Matanzas River Red Ale from the Ancient City Brewing Company, um, which is quite good, quite tasty. It isn't bad. Now, it, Ancient City is down in St. Augustine, which is very, very close to us right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've ever... Have we been to their tap room? I've not been to their tap room, now. I think I have, but I don't... It was on one of the, like, the pub crawl tours they have down there where they... Make you drink a pint at everyone, and the yeah. pints are free, but you only oh, have yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. good luck. Yeah, that doesn't go well. Yeah, I, I have been to the uh, the ice plant down there oh, uh, in the, the San Augustine uh, distillery. They only make liquor. Yes, but it's good. They do make good liquor. Yeah, Carlos, what do you got there? Uh, got the Kona Brewing Co. Castaway. Indian Pale Ale. I believe those were. They were doing a, a local. Yes, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you got? Uh, you see, we already did this on the show one time, but I'm drinking the 1901 Roasted Red Ale because um, it's good, and I enjoy it. It is good. And it adds a certain timber to my voice that I really like. It takes the Muppet <laughs> out of it. Which, by the way, anybody that's ever had to like, listen to themselves speak for like hours on end recorded, man, it's rough. I was just, like listening to It sucks, dude. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, that's what I sound like, eh? I sound very excitable, <laughs> which is weird because I'm not excited generally ever. Yeah. All right, so on to X-Wing. We have things that happened in the world of X-Wing this past Ooh, get, weekend. Get interject once? Go ahead. You know, no big deal, but I just won a little Destiny tournament like an hour ago. Oh, no, no good job, Joe. Nice. Yeah, no big deal, you know, yeah. you know, you know wrong podcast, but cool. Yeah. Props to you, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we totally started that. Uh, I'm just messing with you. Um, so Star, what did you win? It's Star Wars related. It is Star Wars related. Go ahead. I got... I got you know, some power tokens and stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool, you know? Yeah. And it was a draft, so I got to draft a new set, which I don't own any of. So, you know, that was cool. Yep. Well, you own some now. I do. You drafted now, it. Now, Carlos, this is not a huge accomplishment. Okay, so in a box of Destiny, there's six legendaries, right? Like the super rares. And they don't mm-hmm. repeat in a box. So we, like, we did a draft the other night, and we had to add, like, four or five more packs onto what we already had to, like, you know, because we had too many players. I pulled two of the same legendary and drafted mm. both of them and played like an elite phasma which is statistically highly unlikely yeah because <laughs> you should not get like one in a box and then immediately turn around and get like one in the first two packs yes so i was happy that's good pretty times. good pretty good luck right there on to x-wing all right so in the world of x-wing this week we had adepticon mm-hmm. adepticon happened uh they had a system open there was a lot of people there 251 by the looks of it is that the biggest X-Wing tournament yet? or no, uh, no, no. Well, the largest X-Wing tournament ever was uh, a system open in England like last year. Uh, really? It was like 500 yeah. players. Yeah, it was 500? 500 players. 500 X-Wing players in England? Yeah, apparently. Uh, all over Europe, All obviously. over Europe, really. Uh, yeah. Europe's so, so, so really easy to travel around. That, that they, they tend to, they, you know, going, going from like, you know, Paris to London is like us going to like Atlanta. You know, I mean, it's not that bad. All right, but, fair enough. But 500 is still a big number. It is a huge number. Kudos. It is. But 251 is so, a big number, too. Yeah, 251 is very good. Um, so, yeah, so this is a big tournament, obviously. Um, they had a pretty big cut here. And we're going to talk about the extended uh, stuff that happened in this tournament tonight. We've been talking about a hyperspace lately. So we're going to go over the, the extended lists. Um, now, <laughs> unfortunately kind of the the extended list the extended list the kind of reigning supreme extended list which is what ended up winning this tournament is the uh the quad phantom list with uh three of them with juke and one of them with a crack shot generally speaking um so obviously this list is good um 
looking through here, there was a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have the statistics. Uh, Give me the for stats. Everybody. Hit me up. Uh, hold on, it's loading. All right, so fifteen four phantom lists entered Adepticon out of two hundred fifty one lists. So mm-hmm. that's what about seven percent? Yeah, of the floor, which is really high, obviously, uh, but still. Uh, really Thirteen as a single like as a single list. list. And it, it wasn't in, necessarily in 2.0 one. numbers. Yeah, I mean, in, in 1.0, that wouldn't have even been a blip. Well, Correct. Depends yeah. on the tournament, yeah. Thirteen out of fifteen of those finished top fifty percent. So I mean, uh, most of them were four and two and better. Uh, yeah. There were some three and threes with high MOV that 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 were included in there. Uh, ten out of those fifteen lists finished top twenty five percent. We're talking about out of two hundred fifty people. You know what I mean? You're basically, these are 10 people that were in the running to make the cut probably towards the end. Um, six of them made the top 32 cut. So that's almost half of the list. Uh, also note, number 33 was also a four phantom list and missed the cut by four MOV. Yeah. So maybe one hit or one evade in one result in all of his day could have changed his outcome and he would have yeah. made the cut as well. Um, so it, that's, those are ridiculous numbers. I know it's one tournament, but when you look at it across the board, there's the, 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 the list was so successful, yeah. very reminiscent of ghost fan, reminiscent of like Miranda, you know, Nam, where you basically yeah. just dominate Swiss. Um, so that's, it is showing uh, it's up. interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's showing up at every one of these hyperspace or at every, not a hyperspace. I'm sorry. Every one of these system opens the, in the extended format. Um, it, there seems to be a, a, a fair number of Sigma quad, quad Sigma lists in the, uh, in the cut. So there's also a list here in the cut, and I don't know if you were counting it in your stats, but it's three sigmas with countdown and seismic charges. I so, did not, and that's very similar too. Yeah, you know? so that's uh, that one. You know, is uh, it's it's that one's close enough that I would pretty much call that a. Close there's also uh, the Vader with the uh, three Indar test pilots as well. Yes, um, yeah. that's similar kind of archetype. So yeah, so you had a couple of departures, but still still utilizing three at least three uh phantoms which is you know definitely a thing um yeah so these guys i mean obviously it's a good list uh, how does this how does this thing get played carlos i mean i know i know that it kind of it likes to kind of uh sit in the corner and <laughs> and force you to come at it um that, that, i haven't actually played exactly against it. it but yeah and then that's exactly what it does so with the decloaks uh and the one speed maneuvers either the bank or the uh, or the hard turn uh you're able to just kind of Float very very slowly uh, your formation, uh, so you basically force the opponent to approach you, mm-hmm. um, and I mean it, it's it's a huge advantage, right? Because you get to have that first combat engagement at your terms, w- whether it needs to be at range three, whether it needs to be at range two or one, uh, you can plan that out just by constantly decloaking one bank or one hard cloaking again. And then just kind of staying in formation. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a, a they always say in chess that you want your opponent to make the first move. You know, and that's kind of what you're doing here. You're just really just hanging out in that corner, and you're giving your opponent the opportunity to make a mistake. You know, he may screw up yeah. his approach. He may, you know, come at the wrong angle. He may have to go around a rock away he doesn't want to. And waiting as long as you can to make that decision is a huge advantage. You know? Yeah. In any game, like yeah. any game where you have to make your opponent make the first move. 
mm-hmm. you have at least a slight advantage. And I think that's why Steve referred to it as just killing it in Swiss rounds. Because, oh, Carlos. Oh, Carlos. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Carlos. Um, but, like, dominating the Swiss rounds is all about having your opponent defeat himself. Yeah. And I think a lot of players are doing that against this list. Mm-hmm. So we really kind of need to look at what what good players are doing against it in the cut. Like what? I mean, because I think there is a plan that that is successful against this list. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm not, not sure a, it's it is, not unbeatable, but, um, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely uh, it's obviously an incredibly strong list that is is going to be a thing until it gets. I mean, they tried to they kind of sort of tried to nerf it. I think what did they up the price on Juke? They up the price on Juke. They just made people so, just put crack shot. Yeah, the fourth Juke. Yeah, They're yeah. Like, okay, and, and appara- well. yeah. Apparently, three Jukes was almost as good as four, so <laughs> it didn't seem to be much of a problem for it. Uh, <laughs> But uh, all right, so you know we we know the quad phantoms is good. What else? Uh, what else was in here, Carlos? Did you find of interest that was uh, kind of in the cut here? I see another corn horn sighting, which is nice. Oh um, yeah, I think I did notice that in a four ship list, uh, which is nice. You know, in, in first edition, corn horn was just ran Not gonna you know so fat. Yeah, he, yeah. he needed to be in a two ship list, maybe a three ship list. Um, uh, so he's here with a wedge AP five um, and a Phoenix Squadron pilot with crack shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nice seeing him um, come through. Um, fire control systems seems to be a very obvious uh, uh, upgrade choice for yeah. him. Um, and he's here. He's got the R two astromech. So he's got some regen uh, afterburners, crack shot. Um, so it's just I've always uh, been trying to figure out what's a good loadout for him. I see AP five uh, in the list as well with Leia, of course. What, um, what is AP five? Is that that's one of the sheathopedes, and uh, really, to be honest, it's just a coordinate boat. Um, yeah. So it's there to give Corin his to be the cheapest actions. thing they can coordinate. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. Yeah. I'm seeing one here that uh, looks like it hit twentieth on this one. It's kind of cool because it kind of looks like what I was trying to do. With uh, Lando and Dutch, like my first draft of what they talked about on here, not the one I played, but it's got a partisan running gate with the uh, with Lay on there. It's mm-hmm. got Dutch, it's got Wedge and Luke. Yeah, like being able to get that. Um, it's basically what I was playing, but having four ships instead of having the Falcon. Actually, yeah. that looks kind of interesting. Yeah, it's very a, very uh, light on the upgrades. But this is a very actually I've seen this list pop up. Um, it's it this versions very similar versions to this kind of kind of pop up all over the place here and there. Um, and they've they've been it's it's been a very solid list. I mean it's it's one of those things, and this kind of goes back to 2.0 in general, just not being nearly as upgrade heavy. Mm. And you know you can have you can get away with having ships that only have a couple of upgrades on them. You just 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 have the important stuff. And well, just I barely even get, I mean basically Leia is the only real upgrade in the list. I mean it has pivot wings and servo motors. Yeah, those exactly. Are basically, yeah, those are basically old school titles. Yeah, they're not even. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Luke kind of carries so much efficiency in himself just because of his uh, force tokens and the way he regenerates them. Yeah, so, Wedge is similar. I think Wedge is one of the better ships if you yeah. didn't upgrade him at all. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's perfectly Take that fine. pilot skill and put it with that action bar stat mm-hmm. line. and. Well, that's and, what a lot of people have realized, and that's why I think you're seeing Wedge played without really much on him these days, uh, especially after the Proton Torpedoes got raised in price. Um, yeah. So he's getting played just as himself a lot. Uh, these days, and, it's, and he's, he seems to be working out pretty well for a number of, number of players. But um, yeah, the other thing uh, I do see, the other thing I see, I've, I see a, a few um, like resistance lists and uh, FL lists in here, which I kind of like. I, I like because they're they're basically they're basically just hyperspace lists. You know, I mean, there's 
there's a couple of the, there's a few of these resistance lists. It's like Poe, Bastion, Lulo, Tally, which is very similar to what I played uh, last week. And, um, uh, you know, you got different versions of that that are floating around that are essentially just hyperspace lists, but they're doing well enough to make the cut at an extended system open. In so, fact, the uh, the list you just mentioned, the Rebel list, uh, is fully uh, hyperspace legal as well. The partisan yeah. Dutch wedge list. Yeah, yeah, so is that one. Yeah, that's interesting mm-hmm. actually, and that's why I've been seeing it pop up because it's, it's it shows up even more so in the in the hyperspace tournaments. Well, I think for the uh, for the first order and for for the resistance, obviously everything they have is hyperspace legal. So anything you see that's mm-hmm. you know, any any extended list you see with those two yeah. factions is also hyperspace legal. Yeah, but it's good that they're able to compete in that that realm also. Yeah, you know, I think. Some of that is 2.0 type stuff where, like, there's just not as many combo-y type things. There's not so much bloat to it where you can opt- fully optimize. Where it, I don't think the other factions are noticeably better than yeah. FO or, or Resistance. I think it's, it's, it's important uh, to see that, too, uh, mainly for, you know, we're all going to be going to a system open, too. And, you know, the hardest part is to figure out, well, you know, do I, you know, join the system open? And then there's also the hyperspace qualifier. You know, mm-hmm. do I go ahead and register for both? Uh, do you really want to bring two lists? You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. Being able to practice just one list and just say, look at the player across the table when you're practicing and just say, fly whatever you want. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Hyperspace extended. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll be nice to be able to just pick one list that you could fly for both events. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'm sure that I'm not sure if they had a hyperspace qualifier. I know we were talking about earlier. I haven't seen um, results for it. Yeah. I'm sure they probably did. I'm sure they did one. I just they just haven't been posted. But so, I mean, but it would be nice to just be able to bring one list to both, uh, so not you're not having to practice two lists at the same time. Yeah, the hyperspace qualifiers are held on the the same day as the cut at a system open. Okay, so, so if, if you don't if you don't make the cut, you you don't make the the cut yeah, and if you do make the cut and you flame out and like you lose in the cut at some point you get to go into the hyperspace qualifier with however many wins you already had like you have like well however many rounds they've played so like because basically so if you're in like the top 16 you win in that one you win in the top eight and then you flame out in the top four you get to go into the hyperspace qualifier with two two wins yeah however however deep they are into the tournament yeah you can kind of launch into it that way the idea being because with the hyperspace qualifier in order to win the hyperspace, there's no real winner to the hyperspace qualifier. It's just everybody who goes six and zero gets a ticket to Worlds. Hmm. So there can be multiple people that go six and zero. So the I guess the idea behind it's like it is Japanese that, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. So like when you have these guys here who 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 are in the top thirty two and the top sixteen who didn't get a Worlds ticket because you need to be top eight in the system open to get the Worlds ticket. So they essentially just launch them into the hyperspace qualifier with a chance still to get a world ticket by going six well, and yeah, up. so they're not like going home saying you know yeah. i shouldn't have played day two i should have gone and yeah played you know i should have just like gone and picked on the loser's bracket yeah exactly so it's 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 a good it's a, it's a nice way to kind of mix that up and, and let players have all the opportunities that they can get really to get that world ticket well that definitely that definitely reinforces the point that's interesting to like that you can your hyperspace list can still be competitive because like you could conceivably have to turn around and play that yeah. list again in minutes yeah like, yeah well if yeah that's if you're, a big if, difference yeah if you're turning around if you lose in the top 16 and all of a sudden you got to go jump into the hyperspace uh qualifier it's probably nice to be able to continue using the list that you've been playing for the past day and a half and not have to suddenly pick up something different so um i think that could definitely be an advantage um if you if you play it that way but uh, the other thing that's interesting, I think, too, is looking at these uh, system open results. Um, the, sh- the ship count is a little bit lower across the board. So 
you're seeing a lot of I, I still see I mean there's a lot of four ship lists um, not as many three ships uh, and a few five ships and stuff like that not nearly as many sixes uh, I mean, not nearly as many sixes yeah I mean here's one here's one swarm in here tie swarm um, but there's there's really not a lot there's even a, and there are even a few three ship lists and then one that really caught my eye here that made the top 32 is a two ship list with <laughs> With uh, resistance, Han Solo with trick shot, season navigator, Ray engine upgrade, and Poe Dameron with heroic R four astromech integrated S foils, pattern analyzer, Black One, and proton torps. So a, a two ship list, one of them containing a resistance Falcon, which everybody for the most part has deemed to be not not so c competitive. <laughs> is, uh, you can is say it's Steve. It's okay. Ah, eh, you know, it's, you won't hurt the Falcon's okay, feelings. It's been called worse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've um, seen Star Wars, but they tend garbage. to they tend to uh, yeah. call the Falcon all sorts they do, of they do they do call it names all the time. But the garbage will do. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So uh, so I thought I just thought that was kind of that caught my eyes. I was scrolling through that. Uh, what about uh, what about this Ketsu Onio list? Where was that one? You see a Shadowcaster at the top thirty-two. Oh, Shadowcaster, excellent. Uh, finishing twenty-sixth. Nice. Uh, Ketsu Onio with Fearless Maul and Shadowcaster title. Alterok with Predator, Talonbane Cobra with Predator. Mm -hmm. I think that there's something to be said. You know what? I think there's something to be said for, um, for Old Terok especially. Like, he's he's essentially a roving jam token, like, um, which is just pretty cool. Just to be able to, you know, just because modifiers are at such a premium, that having a guy that goes around and takes away your modifiers is really good. Hard in my I ignorance. bet you that. I bet you that list does uh, performs pretty well against uh, four phantoms. I would I would assume. Oh yeah, yeah, and that may be the reason he played it, so. it. Yeah, is um is Carter Jack still a thing? No, no, he's no. not. The, not, no. not, not, not yet. Not, not even Carner. like a similar I thing. Miss Carter, yeah. No, they have Carner very. I was thinking about him the other day. Uh, I was listening to our podcast. You were talking about interceptors being back. I was like, gosh, it feels like Carter Jacks would be like a. Like if you could bring one point Carter, Carter Jacks Jack forward, he'd be a thing right now. <laughs> yeah, he'd be great. Yeah, I I I, I loved Carter Jacks. I definitely I played him a, a fair bit back in the day. But um, and I, hopefully we'll see him back in some sort of interceptor pack when they whenever they re-release that ship. Yeah. Um, that would be that would be cool to see. Um, so. So yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of tie swarms in here. Um, the the six the six tie swarm definitely seems to have kind of taken over like uh, as the the dominant form. Um, you know, you've got the 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 seven the sevens and the eights. Uh, I think that just all the different abilities with you know like Hal Runner and uh, Del Mico and Iden Versio and Scourge and and all the ones that you can just put together and get all these different abilities out of. I think has has kind of um, has kind of just taken over a little bit from the old kind of the more old school style seven tie swarm um or the really bare bones eight tie swarm <laughs> now you said this uh this tournament did not have the new public and yeah yeah so that was the one thing about this system open that uh, wave three was not legal for the system open because it came out you know like a couple days before the tournament so but um the interceptors were legal because they've always been legal and extended yeah 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 i don't see any here uh, no, 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 no. The, the, everything that was updated uh, with the way through release was not legal. Well, but this is an extended this tournament. Extended oh, sorry. Tournament. Shit, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> groovy, groovy. You just so, took my role there for a second. It's fine. Um, so why aren't Interceptors here at all? Because the only, probably the only I mean, Interceptor. Fell is the, the one you want Fell is the one you want to play. And if and so unless you find a, a, a particular Imperial list that you want to throw him into, 
Um, it's kind of tough. Uh, for I see one uh, one student here finishing 39th. It all, yeah. almost made the cut. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not that's not a tremendous showing. No, that's not great, especially when you consider that if, a few months back he was uh, it was like you know the Sunter Whisper Redline show, <laughs> and uh, and you know Whisper was all over Sunter was all over the cuts, but. Um, I think Sunter himself is still good. I just think that there may not be a great list archetype for him to fit into at the moment in extended. Um, I, I think, however, um, I think, however, he's going to be a thing in hyperspace, though. Um, you know, obviously, I think, we, I think we proved that. In yeah. Well, we just, you know, we just saw Travis win uh, a hyperspace trial with Sunter and a and a five mini tie swarm, um, which. I think it's just a, a great list. Um, and it's going to be, uh, you know, it's essentially a six tie swarm, but one of them is Sunter, which I don't know. You it still got Howlrunner, you still got Delmico. I mean, the only thing you didn't have in it was Iden Versio, but you know, when you got Sunter to to kind of clean up the mess at the end of the game, it's that's that's uh, pretty damn good, I think. You're less but, worried about that. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. So. Um, all right. So the other thing, uh, well, any any other closing thoughts on what happened at the system open? Just just the list in general. Any 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 other interesting stuff in here? Any info, Carlos? What do you think? Mm, lots of empire. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of empire. Lot of empire in the top cut. Um, well, let me quiz you guys a little bit then. Let me let me do my role here as knowing nothing. Um, so we went down to the tournament down in Davie, and we saw zero scum. Is scum better represented in this this yes. loadout? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well, obviously, it, it couldn't 100%, even be hundred percent. Zero percent. Zero. Yeah, it's infinite percent. Yes. So one one um, list making. Yeah, one list makes it yeah, infinite list, percent yeah. better. So we see uh, a Drea swarm here uh, finishing thirty-two. Oh yeah, what's Drea? Um, Hit me up. What's Drea? Drea is the Y-wing version, uh, scum Y-wing version of How Runner. Uh, basically, passes out rerolls. Oh really? Um, yeah. Did you know yeah. this thing? And uh, here is uh, one with four other Y wings uh, with dorsal turret and veteran turret gunner. Um, you <laughs> had the Ketsu on your list. Let's move, moving yeah. on, moving on. <laughs> that sounds uh, like the, the same Ketsu- garbage we took, complained about last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had the Ketsu on your list. Uh, I see a. That is pretty cool. Those Ketsu on the same as she used to be. Is it still like they keep there? No, no. Because on a crew was the one that like then you apply a tractor beam at range one of the front arc, I believe the same same yeah. same ability. Yeah, basically. Well, before it had to be the mobile arc, right? No, it had to be. Oh, it had to be both. It had to be both. It had to be the mobile arc. The mobile arc, arc had to overlap. See, I remember the things. There's yeah. a lot of knowledge yes. inside this. There's cowboys. stuff rattling around up there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah rattling around <laughs> <is> like horribles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay. So what was Ketsuono? What was she with? What else is in that list? Uh, Old Terrorock and Taliban Cobra. Oh god, Old Terrorock was the one that was really hard to fly in the original one, right? You had to like get at range one in their arc, and they had to be in your arc or something to like nerf all their green tokens. Um, it was just you had you just had to be in their arc at range one, and then there it, it. But it in in, in that's in what one, it is it now. Took away all their green tokens, or was what was what was it? Was it no? It's still the them? same. It's still the same. Uh, you had to be facing them in uh, first edition. Yeah. Now it's just if if you if the opponent's so you can, arc, you can move them. Has them in arc. Yeah. You yes. Give them the. You can give them the pressed ham like from mm-hmm. fanboys. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that scene. <laughs> uh, but I think it only removes one token now, didn't it? it? Used to remove all green tokens. Yeah, it was definitely all. Uh, I thought it was still all like tokens. A, uh, but it might not be anymore. Hey man. I'm looking it up. 
Hey, I gotta look it up. Well, right, I keep we'll hitting my mic. Cobra. I'm sorry. Tell me, Cobra's uh, the one that doubles the range bonus, right? Uh, yeah, that's what he used. It to removes do, all of its green tokens. That's cool. I like yeah. that. What's Talon Bane Cobra do these days? Is he still double range bonus? Uh, I believe so. Oh, it seems actually even better in 2.0. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, the extra defense dice is nice, uh, for sure. Do they still have the thing where they like can have 14 mods or whatever they did? Or is that gone? Oh, that crazy... Uh... <laughs> no. No, the title, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. We're not doing that anymore? Yeah, I think they just made it cheap enough. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just adjusted the point cost. Like... Yeah. Really, that's what we should have done to begin with. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's kind of a cool list. I like it. I mean, it's yeah. nice to have a fat ship and two aces. That's an archetype I can get behind. Yeah. Mm. We also had a Han Solo L3 with Boba Fett. I saw that one. I'm surprised that's as high up on this list as it is, but I mean, what do I know about nothing? <laughs> Some people are just that damn good. Yeah. Yeah, overall, Empire, uh, pretty strong in this tournament. Um, like, it's so hard to, you know, make analysis on just one event uh, because yeah. it really does uh, factor in, you know, what people brought and what people talked about prepared for the event. Uh, yeah. You know, was it, this was a Chicago? Yeah, it's in Chicago. They, they have a pretty large meta from what I would say that Gold Squadron uh, is up there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have a lot of players and... A lot it's of communication. Also very central. They get uh, they 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 get a ton of they, there's a ton of people who can travel to it relatively easily in that Midwest yeah, area. Yeah. So actually, had a, a a few Florida guys uh, go out there. I know that for sure. Yeah. Because uh, the do tournament I went Florida to in Orlando. Do we we kill it? I think we had one guy in a top thirty two, Andrew Cox, uh, one yep. of uh, hey, congratulations to him. Good job. Yep. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, but you look through. Uh, I mean, you look through the names, and that's always the thing too. Is like you look through the names on in the cut, and it's like you know, I you recognize a fair number of them, and these <laughs> these are guys like whatever whatever lists they play and decide to play. Like it, you know, these are the a lot of these guys are they're good players. They're gonna they're they're gonna make cuts. They're gonna play different stuff at different tournaments, but they're still gonna make cuts. So um, that can always that's why you can't really look at a single tournament as a as a meta definer, but. Um, well, one of the things we talked about in 2.0, and we've, we've talked about this a bit at length in some other episodes. I don't feel like the meta is as strong a factor in 2.0 as it was in 1.0. Like, I don't no. feel like you have to build a list to beat the whipping boy that is Nim Miranda that we always like to make fun of. You know yeah. what I mean? That was a very meta-bending list where you had to be able to beat it. I feel like you have to have a good list right now in flight, right? Yeah, like I don't, even like the four the four phantoms that we talk about, you know, as being sort of the dominant list of this event. I don't think you need to build to beat that. I well, I I think it's important. I think you have to have a plan for it. I think yeah, I think it's important to plan for it. I don't think you're like moving this pilot in to have this pilot skill. You're or not. Out this you're not kidding. No, you're not kidding against it. You're never going to do that. What you do want to do is you want to get to a fifty fifty toss up. You know, to flip a coin. When you see it across the table, of whether or not you win or lose, because at least gets that point. Because if you lose every single time against that list, you're guaranteeing yourself at least one or two losses. Yeah. Or you're guaranteeing yourself making a cut. It's there, and you lose, and then you're done. Yeah. Uh, so you have to at least prepare for it. Um, you know, maybe uh, make sure that your list, like I mentioned, can at least get a fifty-fifty shot at beating it, um, and. Then after that, you know what I mean. Just go about your business about making sure that you can get your reps with your list. But 
um, it's definitely one to look out for. Uh, it's it's obviously a good list. Mm -hmm. So I do like the guy that uh, basically played three sigmas and countdown. Yeah. A, I like the chutzpah of it. B, <laughs> I like countdown because I just think that's a funny ability. Yeah. To, like messing with people. And C, I really like taking what everybody has played against already, what everybody's kind of figured out and done their reps against and thought so much about, and throwing them one little curveball just to <laughs> see whether they're still intellectually nimble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. See if that's a thing they can still handle. So yeah. kudos to that guy. Yeah. So uh, other in other news at Adepticon this weekend, there were some announcements. Uh, FFG had their, had their big meeting presentation thing where they showed off a bunch of stuff. Um, they had a few X-Wing announcements. Um, one of the, uh, the big ones being that they are in development on Epic, um, which a lot of people were excited about. So all, they are going to be bringing back all the old Epic ships. Um, I uh, guess time to dust off the Reaper. Time to dust off the Reaper. I'm looking at oh, it. Oh, wait, the not the Reaper. Right I'm sorry. The, the Raider? Yeah, the no, Raider. You can dust off the Reaper, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't fear the Reaper. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm funny because I'm looking at all my epic ships on my shelf right now that I've had sitting up there for God knows how long. But yeah, <laughs> definitely a good couple of layers of dust on top of them. Yeah, there, at this there, point. there sure is. Yeah, so I mean, the Sea Rock is clean because it's still in the box. I mean, why'd you even take it out? <laughs> <laughs> I bought that. You don't even, you don't even I need the upgrades never, that are in that. I never even, yeah, I uh, never flew it what once. Upgrades are in that. I, I won a store championship with an Aldra. I don't know what that is. An Aldra was a card oh. in that box. That's the chicken I flew an Aldra. No. Yeah, yeah. It was the uh, th that was the the Fen uh, Fen Dengar and Aldra list. Yes. With it was uh, that was actually a super fun list, but yeah, it was. Um, I flew it um, at our our, our store championship to get your fun on, yeah. and uh, I was the one that like you know I have a group uh, with our our you know Space Coast X Wing League and. Um, yeah, one no of my idea. buddies, Chris, didn't know. Yeah, one of my buddy, uh, uh, Chris, uh, he he had no idea, like basically what to fly, and I'm like telling this list, and I'm just like, oh man, it's so much fun and it's so cool and all that stuff. And he had flown scum list, so he's just like literally just they uh, decides to fly that list and wins the tournament. And yeah. we faced off against each other in the top four mirror uh, match. Yeah, I remember that. And then he won the initiative bid. So yeah. <laughs> not saying that that was the only reason he won, but certainly helped. obviously. Wasn't she just uh, like the cheapest person that can carry Paratani? Uh, Atani Mindlink, yeah. Atani Mindlink, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's exactly she's, what it was. She's the cheapest thing that can carry Atani Mindlink. <laughs> and oddly enough, her ability was kind of interestingly, like, it, it, it actually came up a couple times. Like I saved her with her ability at least yeah, for defense, at least once or twice you for put defense. Bamboo shoots under my like fingernails, and I couldn't tell you what her ability is. <laughs> it was uh, you can spend your shield token. You can spend your shield to reroll all of your green dice. So okay. so if you just whiffed, you so if you whiff. so if she's you like the prototype prototype of heroic. Yeah, basically, uh, but it actually worked it uh, a couple times. <laughs> so that was that was amusing. But um, but yeah. So anyways, Epic's on its way back. Um, if I understand correctly, I, I, I was kind of in and out of watching, watching it because uh, I was at work when it was happening. But it, was, uh, it sounded like that they were going to be essentially doing um, you know, kits, upgrade kits or whatever for, for all the Epic ships and kind of just making them. That's, that was kind of the plan. That's the plan, at least to eventually get um, all of them back into the 2.0 with uh, conversion kits. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming they're gonna. Obviously, if they're gonna, if they're developing uh, Epic, they're 
probably going to be developing epic ships for uh, the new factions now as well. So that'll be interesting to see how that, uh, what what ships they they pick. I mean, um, you know, probably those the Republic cruisers that were all over the Clone Wars cartoon shows. I'm sure those will probably end up in there. But be interesting to see what they do for the Resistance. Nothing's coming immediately to mind. Well, there's the Mon Cal ship. I mean, yeah. but that's probably too big for that ship's probably too big for Epic, um, even. Uh, unless they just scale it down, but and they have smaller transports. What was the smaller ships? Um, well, those the trans. Well, yeah, there was those ones that they that they used to get down to the planet in Last Jedi, um, which were, I think, different from the. But they, those are too small, I think, though. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there was other ships in that in that Republic fleet. I think that was a Nebulan B, actually. Was or it? something similar to a Nebula. Oh, yeah, I guess there were a bunch in Last Jedi that just got randomly blown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were there were a number of random ships that got blown up as they were running away. I but. dare FFG to just make, like, you know, just the the exploding fucking mass of, like, the, sh- the ships being completely obliterated in uh, Last Jedi. <laughs> it's like, literally, you don't get a ship, you just get, like, a flaming hull, like, <laughs> somehow tilting towards wherever gravity must take you when you yeah. die in Last Jedi. Yeah. When there's no physics. Yeah. <laughs> I dare him. Dare Do him. it. Bring it on. So, uh, so yeah. So, it'll be so he has no upgrades, just like an extra 40-card damage check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. I'm actually super interested to see how they deal how they, they deal with all the old epic mechanics, like energy and stuff like that, and and how they you know bring that kind of stuff into... Uh, well, it feels like they just segue that into charge tokens, right? Yeah, I it's mean... It's not that dissimilar. Yeah, I mean, they, they I did it. The same it, it was part of the movement. You know, it was part of their maneuvering, so, like, they would gain energy based on what type of maneuver they did so yeah, if they did yeah, a more stressful maneuver they gained l- less energy essentially yeah um or they could, could do go really slow and conserve more energy i, th- I think it was it's basically like that but you know it'd be interesting to see how if they if they do the same thing how they alter that um there's the other interesting thing was that uh, you know there were so many mechanics that bled over from epic eventually that eventually bled into um the uh, the main game in in uh, in version one and uh, because coordinate started like epic right coordinate was uh, started an epic reinforce, reinforce yeah. started an epic um, jam started an epic um, I think it started spaceballs but yeah well yeah yeah but <laughs> so there was there was a lot of stuff that kind of came out of epic um, and it was it, in a lot of ways it was used as a testing ground for for a lot of things um, so yep. I'll, I'll be interested to see how that plays out over time with with two Carlos, did you ever play a lot of Epic? I played in the beginning. Um, I played a lot with the um, Raider when it first came out. Uh, like down just in, because... I'm sorry? Down in your world, did you guys actually have Epic tournaments or anything like that? We never did an actual tournament. Uh, what we always did was just free play. Um, and uh, I think one time we had like four people on each side of a table. And we played like a giant <laughs> nice. Epic game. Which was really really fun. Uh, it just took three hours to play three turns. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> um, it was exciting. Um, and I, I, I won't lie. I probably won't get into it. Um, I think a lot of the epic stuff that I got was for stuff that I could use for tournaments, uh, mm-hmm. standard yeah. tournaments. For me, uh, it was Palpatine. definitely that way towards the end. <laughs> Yeah, again, Palpatine, uh, even though it was small, but Naldra was one um, that I at least got to use and um, other upgrades. So that will be something um, 
that will be enticing at least uh, when they do come out with the packs because if they have crew upgrades um, there's no reason why they couldn't be available for standard play as well unless they're you know they obviously have a limited epic you know some kind of limitation um, so if there's a really good upgrade in there that means yeah. pay fifty dollars to convert you know all <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of cards that I'm not going to use but yeah it is yeah. What it is. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what they do. Now, that kind of segues into the other thing they talked about in here, which is also very exciting, was um, they are contemplating and developing and, I guess, trying, trying to do card-only packs um, as part of, uh, you know, I guess some of the waves that come out. So um, that's pretty cool just because, it, you know, hopefully it'll give people opportunities to to get the upgrades and cards and stuff that they want without having to, to, to buy into all of the extra ships and, and stuff that they may or may not need, you know, and this, it's kind of continuing the theme of, of making the game, making the game as accessible as possible. Um, especially for people who have already sunk a lot of money in one, in 1 into the, into plastic. So if you got your, you know, you got your plastic, you got your ships, so you, you're good to go. You can, you know, get these, you know these card upgrade packs that uh, will kind of help boost you along the way, so that you don't have to rebuy a lot of uh, a lot of spaceships. But um, what do you think of that, Carlos? What is? Uh, I mean, I, I, I personally, I'm kind of excited about it. I know they. Um, I, I feel like they mentioned it in like the original announcement thing last last year during Worlds. But it was I one don't of those... know. It was it, a rumor came out eventually. I and I don't couldn't pin it down. Um, but yeah, I remember hearing about it early. Yeah. I know it's been around, like I've heard people mention it and, and it's like one of those things that everybody kind of seemed to take as fact and, but nobody could quite pin where they heard it. <laughs> but, uh, it's like no one was surprised, but also they couldn't prove that. Yeah. 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 So, cause I know I heard it like, and I want to say it was during that first, uh, stream at worlds last year when they were like originally announced 2.0 to begin with, cause they had like. You know, they had the, the designers up there, but they also had like some marketing people and some other people up there, and they were just kind of spewing like stuff out left and right. And it, it was like everybody, I know everybody was in a mad dash to like just write down <laughs> and like figure out what, what, you know, everything they were talking about. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I heard it somewhere before. But I'm, I'm a little trepidatious about it, and there's my $4 word for the day. <laughs> like, I've been sitting down and I've been trying to work on some lists lately which is rare for me, but I swear I have. And it's really weird looking at upgrades these days and realizing that they're not as strong or as prevalent as they used to be. And it's weird looking at sort of the list of ships that I can play and realizing it's not as extensive as I'm sort of used to when, you know, when Resistance was rolled into Re Rebels and, you know, First Order was rolled in there. And, you know, just, you generally had a broader number of things to work oh, with. Oh, yeah, because each faction was just huge. Yeah, and you grew so used to that. It's weird because I remember when 1.0 was brand new, I always wanted more upgrades and more things I could do to optimize my list. And because I come from a card game background and not a minis game background, I always wanted you know more neat combos you could do and things you could pull off and interesting interactions you could come up with. Right? Yeah. And now that those things, you know, they eventually made a lot of those, and actually it turned into a hate relationship where I was really kind of unhappy to have all those. Yeah. And once they've taken them all away, though, don't you feel a little bit of addiction where you're like. I kind of miss having like 
being able to put together like a super falcon with like 14 freaking upgrades on um, this thing and do this and that and the other oddly enough not really but i'll tell you why and it's and like you said it before like you come from a card gaming background mm-hmm. like honestly i came from zero gaming background like board gaming like i didn't i didn't really play a lot of board games as a, growing up i didn't play card games i never i hard i never played i played magic like one time in in high school and i believe you hated it I did. It was. I didn't. Everybody have, flaming. Yeah. So it, it's just I, I. I never got into any of that stuff growing up, and I didn't really get into this type of stuff until you guys introduced me to X Wing back in like 2012 or whatever the yeah. hell it came out. So, um, so X Wing really was my first experience with like this level of um, you know tabletop gaming, and. So I don't really have that experience because I don't. I never had an attachment to that version of the game. Yeah. I like to me, building the lists was the thing I cared about almost the least. Like I, I build lists because I have to, and obviously I want to build lists that are good lists and are lists I can win with. But I care much less about that part than I care about the actual playing the game part. And well, it's but. it's it's funny too because there's a big kind of like tabletop gaming theory debate about whether or not you can do those sort of combo-y kind of things in a minis game because minis games are sort of predicated on the idea that all of your stuff starts in play or on the table. or yeah. you know, Once you build the list, it's all theirs. So there's no yeah. variance. Whereas in, like, card gaming, you always have to, like... So you have this wonderful, amazing plan if you can pull it off, which involves, like, the random element of actually drawing this crap in your hand at the right time when it's relevant. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you can't really do that in minis gaming because it's always there you know, yeah there's a 100% chance you will get all the cards in your army because they started on the table yeah yeah so anyway going back to my my, my point before that it's like I always want there to be more cards and more combos and more content and things that I can do in this game until I get them yeah that's why I'm kind of trepidatious about these things because are they going to release things that are unique to these card packs? Have they kind of talked about or announced that yet? They didn't really say much about what was going to be in are them they, exactly. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of curious whether there's going to be X-Wing pilots that are only in this. I'm kind of curious whether there's going to be upgrades that are only in this. I'm I don't think there's got to be incentive, right? Well, yeah. no, I, I don't think there's going to be anything in these card packs that isn't that doesn't come in a in a ship pack. I think it's I think the card packs are going to be there for people who already own. Like I've got I've got ten tie tie fighters. You know what I mean? Like, if, or whatever the ship is. Like, if they come out with a, if they re-release a ship and they want to put new stuff in it. So, like, I think the TIE Interceptor is going to be an example of this. Okay. So, the TIE Interceptor right now, there's not many pilots for the TIE Interceptor. Like, it's really, like, there's way less than there were in the, in the old game. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's only yeah, two? There's well, two, there's named, two pilots. named pilots. There's, yeah, yeah really? there's two named pilots. So, I think when they release that pack, because so far they have been reluctant to um like all the re-released ships haven't contained any new content that wasn't in the conversion 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 kit so i think this pack these packs are going to allow them to to put new content in those packs because then they can give you a five dollar card pack that you can buy that has all that stuff in it without having to buy the ship you know whatever much it's going to cost i don't know it's going to cost five dollars but it's you know that I think that's why they're doing it because it's going to open up their design space and what they're able to do with the with the the ships that they're re-releasing. I mean, because I'm like the penultimate Star Wars fan here. It's like I want more, but once it gets here, I'm not going to want it. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm going to bitch mightily about it once you give me exactly what I said I wanted. Like every Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, as I yeah. <laughs> died in the wool Star Wars fan. Here. Yeah. It's like, I really, no, really want more ships and more stuff, more cool things to give to me. Like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I wanted I just, this, but now I don't. I'm just excited because then th- there's choice. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, whether or not these card packs are going to have some unique, whether or not it's going to have exactly the same as the pack with the miniature in it. It doesn't matter. There's there's extra choices. There's extra yeah. ways. There's different ways to buy what you need of, to get. Correct. Um, so having extra options is always good. Um, so I, I'm I'm happy to hear those that news. I'm just uh, excited to see what it really what the content yeah, is going to be like. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if it gives us more options. I mean, if it just gives us a new way to buy the same stuff we already buy, well, I don't buy them in anyway. So like, I wash my hands of the whole thing. It doesn't affect my life any. <laughs> so I mean, you know. I'll I'll listen to any of Steve's like happiness or complaints about how they do this, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't affect my life much. Yeah. So like, but if they put new pilots and stuff in there, like I said, you know, I'm a little trepidatious about this because like, if they stop making more X-wing stuff tomorrow, I feel like the game's in such a good place where it would last for a while. But I know that's not how things work. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those. It's you got to feed the beast, and um, you know, people people demand new content they they, they got to have it um even though giving them new content can cause problems like we saw in 1.0 but <laughs> um they, they've given themselves i think you know they've given themselves all the release valves that they that they need hopefully um to be able to prevent that kind of stuff from going crazy i do have one last thing i want to say about it yeah this is a meta sort of thing where they're doing the same thing for legion they're putting you know, an upgrade pack that has all the, the upgrades that come in yeah. a bunch of other cards. Did they announce or they're going to do it for the one game that truly needs this, that it's ridiculous they're not going to do it for? Are they going to put a card pack together for IA? Oh, God. No, they won't. They I, won't because they hate IA. Well, IA, yeah. I, <laughs> like, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of trepidation as to, as to how long IA is going to hold out, but... Yeah, especially with Legion there, like lurking behind it. Being yeah, like, I'm just yeah. YouTube. Which right is now. unfortunate. I, I love. I actually really like. I, I I I find it to be a really enjoyable game to play. I don't. I, I'm not great at, at it, and like I, I go to tournaments sometimes and just and just putz around with it. But it's you know it's uh, but it's a fun game. I I actually have fun playing it. Yeah. But um, I I don't take it seriously as a as a tournament game. But it feels like it's in the same place that. Star Wars LCG was when Destiny got announced and yeah. released. It's like, yeah. you're not really going to do both of these, are you? And they're yeah. like, don't tell Star Wars LCG, <laughs> yeah. but no. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars LCG is going to a farm upstate. Yeah. yeah. So um, the last thing that they kind of mentioned in the uh, X-Wing related, at least in this um, in the, the Adepticon stream, was that uh, they're going to be doing a Wave 4 preview stream on twitch on their the ffg live twitch uh feed uh on april 30th it was right carlos yes um yes and uh, we we can try uh, i i'd rather wait to see what happens with this after this uh twitch stream um we don't want to use president unless there is more than one occasion yeah uh but the last time they did a stream the wave was released a week after so yeah uh don't want to get anybody's hopes up but it may be that it could be that trend they they preview it they release Mm it etc well they also Um, i think it's it's a good trend but yeah and they also made a 
fair number of, of the ships coming out, the, the re-released ships in Wave 4, they've already made them hyperspace legal, like the B-Wings and and whatnot. But, um, and those B-Wings models look super Oh, my God. Dope, by the way, have you seen those? I'm getting at least Joe? one or I'll two or five. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen them. No, uh, so, sure awesome, but I'll be above. So they basically they made it so that the cockpit it spins around the cockpit, okay, and the wings fold, and it still faces forward. I believe so. I don't know. I'm very happy. Then. Yeah. So one of my triggers, Carlos. Believe it or not. Okay. Oh, no, you're talking about the magnetized <laughs> yeah, ones. people that magnetize their ships. So oh no. So you're never quite sure which way they're facing. Yeah. So we had that, that conversation. Could, that could stick itself straight up its own ass. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I I get it. I get that. Like you can you know, like tilt him so that like we're not touching. But then the next <laughs> turn, when you do like a three bank, and I realize you've been faced the wrong way this whole time, <laughs> that can eat shit right now. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you'd be glad to know I did see somebody uh, accidentally have it turned around the, the wrong way and, and flew off the board on turn one because they set up completely the wrong way. We were talking about that at the tournament that I was just at Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's just it's sad, but at the I want to take time, joy in like, it, but I almost can't. Uh, so it's just too <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so yeah, so look look forward to the Twitch team Twitch stream. We'll see a uh, preview of Wave Four. There's not a lot really in Wave Four. I mean, it's really only it's three ships. So that's probably. I mean, like I said, we're not taking it as a precedent, but it, maybe hopefully it is. The uh, there's not a lot of new stuff in there. So Wave Four coming out, I don't think is going to really have much of an impact on meta wise i mean mean, the precedent here is hasn't ffg sort of always done this with x-wing where it's like you get one big wave that changes everything and you do one very small wave just in case big wave that changes everything yeah well this wave is is really small when you can when you when you look at it from a new content standpoint because it's new content yeah they're re-releasing a lot of ships they're re-releasing like five or six ships back in my day it wasn't wave five like two ships it was the decimator and the uh, the outrider and then wave yes. six was an entirely yeah. new faction yeah, and yeah, a yeah. bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was kind this of the one time. Quiet. Yeah, that was kind of the one time they did that. Although the Decimator and the YT-2400 were, were meta-defining meta ships. Yeah, like wave five really were. changed everything. But it was only... It was, and, and they, they brought still debris still too, which is And it brought in debris. Uh, yeah, debris yeah, tokens. And it was well. late by like however many months because of the dock strike or whatever. <laughs> the boat was like stuck in the harbor or something. How are we feeling altogether about... Let's have a broader conversation here about the Twitch stream thing that FFG is doing for all of its games. But like, how are we feeling about how well they're doing? It? Has anybody actually watched one of these yet? I, I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've yeah been I watched the one a little bit. Um, I kind of usually like they're always on when I'm at work, so I catch like I'll, I'll watch yeah, like five minutes weird. or something. I like to have them like the mid afternoon. Yeah, I like. To like we'd like to have a, a live stream of all of our new content. We'd still like to be home by yeah. five. You're yeah, like, right. Yeah, like, okay. We, so we work nine to five, guys. Um, but uh, it's cool. I, I like the idea of it. I'm gl- I'm actually glad they're doing more stuff with their Twitch channel. It's one of those um, things that they, for the longest time, the only time they ever fired up the Twitch channel was for Worlds. Yeah. And that, so that's all they ever did was Worlds. And then it would they had this Twitch channel with like however many thousands thousands of followers on it that they just sat, sat on use the rest of the year. So from a marketing standpoint, it was probably a bad. It was probably just a waste but now they're actually doing something with it which i think is pretty cool i feel like this is actually still on topic but like the number three game over the weekend on twitch was actually magic the gathering tabletop has a future on on streaming content and on twitch and like people actually are watching a Mm -hmm. lot of video game content but they're actually starting to watch tabletop tabletop stuff i mean there's 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 four or five D shows there's like three board game shows like there are shows. Well, for I, get, I mean, I got to give you know, got to give a ton of props to uh, like Gold Squadron podcast Dion. Um, you know that dude is like 
<laughs> kind of making a living on on doing X-wing streaming, uh, and you know he's traveling all over the all over the world now. I mean, he's going to Poland and like Australia this year to cover system opens. So, um, oh, doing a sponsor shout out, Joe. Sponsor shout out. Yeah, Gold right. Spinner Podcast. <laughs> if you're not a sponsor yet, you should that's be. Meta. That's, <laughs> that's, cool. that's a little. That's a little. I've never even seen that. Inception, but I've been told that's what it's like. <laughs> But um, but yeah, you got to give the guy credit. I mean, he's he's done a he's done a great job with it, and he um, he's like kind of become he's like the person the he's like the Twitch channel you watch if you're trying to catch live X Wing content for the most part. Hello, yeah, it's it's great because uh, I, I don't know if they, are they going to be um, at Atlanta. Uh, yes, Ghost Squadron system open. Yeah, awesome. yeah, they're they're sponsoring that after party. They're one of the sponsors. Uh, yeah, I, I, I figured as much. After party? Yeah, we told yeah. you about this. Yeah, there's an after party. The, the most interesting man in the world says, on the two-party system, there are two parties. The party and the after party. <laughs> you want the second one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah uh, Gold Squadron will be at uh, the Atlanta System Open. So Cool. Um, really? That ought to be a good time. Come I think, hang out with us. Buy us beer. Yeah. Right. Um, Let's cash I already bar, have right? uh, two beers. I, I cash in on two beers. Uh, they told us it's cash event. bar, so... Wait, you did tell me about this. Cause I remember there being a cash yes, bar. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't play dumb with me, Joe. <laughs> play dumb. I can only remember so much at once. I got RXM, random X-Wing memory. Yeah, right? You, I mean, you, you pulled like, what, what was it you pulled out? Uh, Talonbane Cobra or something like that? Oh, like, yeah, I liked or, him. I yeah. thought he was fun. I always wanted to play but him. But you couldn't remember the after party we told you about like two weeks ago. I can't remember what day the tournament was this weekend either. So yeah, well, you should have texted me. What? Did I tell you guys I already have uh, uh, two free beers for the after party? You already have two free beers. Wait, are they from the lady? Yeah, so, no. no. Uh, so, hold on. <laughs> okay, I said, yeah, at first. He's like, wait, no. He's that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Incorrect. No, no incorrect. So, no. Um, what was it? Uh, for the regional last year or something like that, there was a, a big kerfuffle that was, you know, was sold out and we're trying to fit more seats. And oh, yeah. There was those, some those. miscommunication. And I yeah. got into an online argument with somebody. And that's why you shouldn't go on the internet. It, it, exactly like you just don't do it um you know, it, it, it wasn't it, it was it was not you know there was no rudeness or anything like that but it was just there was miscommunication um and then uh sam tally from atlanta was just like hey um sorry about my friend he's kind of a dick <laughs> 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 um I'll make I'll make sure that next time you're in Atlanta, he'll buy you a beer. So he, I remember he posted about it or something like that about the event, and then yeah. I, uh, I messaged just like, so I'm um, cashing in on that beer, by the way. And he's like, oh shit, I don't remember what I said, but I'm pretty sure it was a dick. <laughs> and then his buddy hopped on and said, like, you know what? I'm gonna buy you a beer for remembering to cash in on that beer. Yeah. And, and then so he just like, like shows you a screenshot sweet. of your things the other guy said. He's like, oh god. <laughs> like, so I, like, I thought that was what, uh, where? <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that event for sure. Just to meet everybody on you know, all the podcasters are gonna be there, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not even on the board. What's going on here? Wait, we're not on the board. We're too new. <laughs> we're too new. Well, the, it's uh, the, whoa, well, the after party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you mean the sponsorship? Well, no. The we didn't, sponsorship. Yeah, we, we have a logo yeah. now, for Christ's sake. We, we do <laughs> whoa, have a logo whoa, now. Whoa, hold on. Whoa, we now. do have a logo. We do have a logo yeah, you'll now. See, you, we should put the logo on the board. That's a sick logo. Hey, you'll see Do we have it. copyrights to that? Can we even said that to things? We yeah. do, actually. Oh, we yes. We own it. We own that. Yeah. We got stuff. Yeah, we got stuff. So, yeah, no, no. That's that. 
but it's gonna be it's gonna be a neat event. So uh, yeah, okay, look somebody, out. Somebody give that. me the full details of the event, and we'll it'll all come back to me as you talk. So it's uh, so basically there's food so, and beer. There's food and food and drinks. Um, cool. Where's it at? It's it's at a restaurant like right across the street from the Omni Hotel where the where the system open is happening. Okay. Um, I can't remember the name of the restaurant off the top of my head right now, but they basically Mr. Pedusa. Yeah, they basically bought like they what they they went in and and I, all the uh, podcast guys got together and and like put the money in, put the money up ahead, uh, up front to book a room for like a hundred people or whatever. Okay. And like a cater you know catered dinner. Is this thing sold out? I don't know if it's sold out yet. We can we'll check after the show. Oh, God. Yeah, so, and uh, what I'll do is I'll make sure. Do you imagine uh, how pathetic it'll be if like you guys get in there like and then well, me and Carlos already bought our tickets. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's Carlos's tickets. podcast, so you know that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'll, just, like, sta- I'll just stand outside like with my nose pressed against the glass, like <laughs> freaking Oliver Twist. Please, please. Sorry, Travis and Gage. Travis and Gage will make you go to McDonald's or something. Oh God, no, no, they make you get fucked. Okay, okay, okay. Story time. I'm sorry I started this. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 we're doing this. We're doing this now. I don't even know what the term was. Oh, the IA term. It was, we went up to Gigabytes in Atlanta for Imperial Assault. I don't really play Imperial Assault, but I wanted to hang out with my homies, and they were all going to Atlanta for Imperial Assault. So I went, and I dutifully actually completed three games of this tournament. I did not yell or curse at anyone. It was considered a moral <laughs> victory in my eyes. Um, I don't even know. I think I won one game. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I won one. Yeah, you I think won one. I won one in three, maybe. Yeah. I made top eight because there's only ten people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one in three, top eight. But, like, the whole point of me going to Atlanta was I really... Like, the whole day I got myself through it by saying, afterwards, we're going to go down the street from Gigabytes. It's, which is in Marietta. I guess it's not technically in Atlanta. We're going to go down the street to this place called Peace, Love, and Pizza, which has... Just dank pizza. It's amazing. It's great. Like, I love it. And it was, like, the highlight of my day. So we get out of the car at Peace, Love, and Pizza. And as I'm walking towards Peace, Love, and Pizza, somebody, and I'm not even going to name which Wookiee it was. It was the Wookiee. (laughs) Freaking spots like a Mexican place, like, two doors down. And just beelines it away from this place. And we're like, but but we're going to go to the pizza place. It's like, but all they have is pizza. They don't have anything else. It's like... What are you, 10 years old? You haven't even looked at the menu yet. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure they have sandwiches. I'm like, no, no, they only have pizza. It like goes in there. So literally, like everybody else went inside, had a very nice dinner, one of which I haven't paid for. I actually, in protest, because I don't eat, I don't eat uh, tacos anymore as an occupational hazard. <laughs> I literally just sat outside the entire time while I bought somebody else's dinner. <laughs> and I'm not even going to get everybody else in trouble with how they behaved when they were in there. So... <laughs> No more. No, no, they don't get to drag me to where they want to go anymore. We're that's, not doing it. That's fine. I get to pick the restaurant, or I'm going by myself. I, I will. I'll, I'll back you up next time, Joe. I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. That I didn't think were, it was really happening. Like I thought they I were just know, kidding with me. I didn't know. Was I literally, actually, until like they walked in, sat down, started ordering. I was like, I'm very confused. I wasn't what, paying attention. Where this joke ends? Yeah, I wasn't totally paying attention, and then like I didn't realize that uh, that you wanted that pizza place so bad. I kind of like. I, I would have like. That was like the whole point of driving to, oh, to Marietta. I, you should have told me. I would have. I would have helped you out on that one. But I didn't realize what was going on. And like you said, kind of, we were kind of like just started walking in there. And I'm like, oh, well, we're going to this Mexican place now. Cool. Well, it was only funny because like it, <laughs> it was such a long day with that. Because like in the morning we stopped at at Chick Fil A on the way up to the tournament, and like the one person in our our group that worked in a restaurant 
chose the one table in the place that wasn't big enough for all the people there. It's like, I know you've worked <laughs> in a restaurant. Like, you know how to seat five people at a table with five seats. Like, it's not that fucking hard. <laughs> like I said, it's just like a four-person table. I'm like, I guess I'll just sit over here by yeah. myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel very welcome on this trip. I'm glad yes. I came. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a break and go uh, check out what's going on in Florida this week. This week in Florida, a Florida man tried to help his legless girlfriend evade police capture by hiding her in a plastic tote. Crystal Lee Anderson, 39, who lost her legs to injuries from a 2015 gun battle with police while holding up a Burger King, was on the run after skipping out on a court date in Orange County, where she was standing trial for armed kidnapping and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon on a law enforcement officer stemming from the 2015 incident. When Polk County Sheriff's Office deputies and U.S. Marshals came knocking at her boyfriend John Carr's home Tuesday, the 48-year-old man claimed Anderson wasn't there. Catch is, one of the officers spied him through a bedroom window cramming the four-foot-tall woman into a plastic bin moments earlier, and sheriffs arrested the couple. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of uh, Florida Man Plays X-Wing. And uh, one thing we forgot to mention uh, in the last first half of the episode that we wanted to was that the other thing that they talked about on the Adepticon stream was um, Wave 5. So apparently they didn't give any details, but uh, Wave 5 will be announced at uh, Celebration coming up in like two weeks. So, um, so that'd be cool. We'll have a bunch, bunch more information about new stuff coming out. Um, so keep an eye on the FFG Twitch stream. I'm sure they'll have uh, something for Adepticon uh, in a couple weeks here. Now, where celebration. is the celebration this year? Celebration is in Chicago. Everything's so, in Chicago like, this year. <laughs> no, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Windy City. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, celebration moves around. So I know, like, I know it was in Orlando last time. And was it Orlando last time, and then it's been it in, in London too. It right? was in London. It was in Orlando last time. And they like skipped a year too, so like they didn't have one technically last year. Hmm. And then they it was in Orlando the year before that. It was in London the year before that. I feel so. like that was a shot at Solo. Like we're celebrating all things Star Wars. Yeah, really Solo except for that. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like it's the best thing you've done in years. Like yeah, ignore that. Ignore that. <laughs> there was no Jedi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, they, they did get the lightsaber in there at the end. But. Well, that was a Sith lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't go an entire Star Wars movie without a lightsaber turning on. So <laughs> they paid a lot of money for that What if they continue that effect. joke? Like, they'll, they'll literally, like, make you wait till like, the last five minutes on all of it. Like, end credits thing. Yeah. They start doing like, Marvel and be like, no lightsaber. They're like, at the end, they're like, you know, no animals are harmed. And this is... Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, anyways, it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes out of Wave Five. Um, I'm kind of fingers crossed, hoping for that uh, that First Order interceptor that has been shown on the Star Wars Resistance cartoon show. That well, there's the one that's at uh, Disney World down here too, isn't there? Haven't they like shown something that's going to be at the new Disney World park? Um, oh, um, yeah, you I mean, live down there. Help yeah. me out. Yeah, they showed some Galaxy's oh, Edge. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, but they showed a ship that was like unique to that exhibit. I can't remember what ship it no, was. Now. I think I did. I did hear about that. But it's like, come on, you gotta get that cross promotion. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid that place for at least the first year. It's gonna be a total. Well, it's actually gonna be super for... rigs. Like the first four or five months, they said they're you're literally only allowed in there for a few hours of the day. Like when you buy a park ticket, it's not you don't get to go there for the whole day. You get to go yeah. there for a four hour block of time. Yeah, yeah. Basically avoiding avoiding that park for I mean as much as I'd like to go I, I'm avoiding it for as long as I can because it's going to be a complete clusterfuck for for like a year, 
but <laughs> it does look super cool though. I know, I, uh, I know you're going to be excited, Joe, about it. Did you hear? Did you hear what uh, what they're going to have there? They're beer. Well, they'll have beer, but <laughs> the no, they're going to have um, so the uh, the Falcon ride. Okay. The on your way into the Falcon ride, apparently there is going to be a fully a full automaton version of uh, your favorite smuggler. <laughs> Say it. Lando? No, no, the other one. Oh, wait, the other one? Who's my favorite? Hondo. Oh, Hondo! Yes. Shit! Oh, really? I didn't dare to dream. Yeah, didn't even dream. He's dare. not a smuggler. He's a up, he's a respected we're, business we're, person. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a respectable <laughs> pirate smuggler man. He's on the card, respected businessman in Destiny. Yeah, but apparently the quote I saw on it was it is actually going to be like the most advanced animatronic that they've ever made or something. That's kind of, that's actually kind of BA right there. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. So he's, he, apparently that, that ride is like you, you walk into it and Hondo gives you like your mission. So you, so you, as, on your, your mission, so, so you're not working for him. Yeah. So you're in the, so you're in line or whatever. And as part of the line or whatever, you come to a point where there's Hondo and he like tells you your mission and then you move on. But, oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So. No, that may be an unfair thing. Uh, oh man, we could do an entire episode on whether or not I like Hondo better and Lando. God, I just want them to do a buddy movie. Just like, oh <laughs> gosh, yeah, gee gosh, golly, yeah, yeah. I'll so. rent out the whole theater. Yeah, right. I actually, have you watched Rebels? I saw like three episodes. Okay, you can uh, Did you watch just the Hondo episodes? I did that for the Clone Wars. You did that for Clone Wars. Okay. I have not seen. I have not yet because seen he's the Clone in a lot Wars of. that didn't have Cad Bane or Hondo. Yeah, in. right. Yeah, like Hondo's in a lot of the Rebels episode. Like he's yeah. a he's not a main character, but he sh but especially towards the second, the late the later seasons, season like three and four or whatever, he shows up a lot, and Lando shows up in in that show as well. So. Somebody tried to give me spoilers about that show the other day. I need to like avoid that person. I won't give you spoilers, but I think you should watch it. It's a pretty good show, and, sure, and it's yeah. got Hondo and Lando in it. So that's true. true. Yeah, but I bet a lot of characters die. So okay, spoil one thing. Some. Does Hondo die? No. no okay, I think good. So. We're good. We're all fine then. Yeah, We're all yeah. fine here no, now. No. How are you? No, I mean really like the character. Like I'm trying to think. Like the characters that die are kind of the ones you're like you're expecting to die like it's not yeah, really like the that main big characters that would like completely unbalance the original trilogy if they lived through this pretty much yeah okay fine. yeah you mean the jedi yeah exactly <laughs> so and we don't even actually know if one of them died he might he, technically they left that open but regardless mm. um so <laughs> but they're all in x-wing right so we can tie this back to x-wing yes sure so how many well how many rebels characters are in x-wing is it all of them all the main characters yeah sabine ezra kanan is there um, hondo in x-wing sub Zeb, uh, no, Hondo? I don't think there's a Hondo in X-Men. No, there's no. not. That's why Scum is bad. Yeah. Like, if Scum gets a Hondo, we'll Maybe be fine. he'll be in Wave 5. I don't know. Ooh, you never know. Cool. One can dream, right? I can dream. Yeah. And I will. Yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, weekend happenings for us. Obviously, we didn't get to go to Adepticon. The one's coming up or the one's past? The one past. Oh. This, this past weekend. So Carlos and I both went to a couple of events. Um, uh, I, well, I was running the uh, wave, our wave two championship here at Cool Stuff uh, in Jacksonville, which was uh, which was a fun tournament. Um, I went ahead and made it a hyperspace tournament um, just because I know everybody's trying to get hyperspace practice right now. Um, so, uh, so it was good. We had uh, you know we had eleven players, which was you know uh, it's it's we're starting. I'm actually kind of I'm happy because we're starting to see. 
the local community kind of come back to the tournament scene a little bit. There's been so many guys who like used to play and who played in, ver in in first edition who who hadn't quite crossed over into second edition yet. They they bought the stuff or they bought some of the stuff and they played a little bit and here and there, but they hadn't really been coming out to the tournaments yet. And some of those guys were back this weekend, and there was also a couple of new faces, which was great. So um, I always love seeing you know new guys that that we've never seen before so uh, hopefully they had a good time and they'll be back uh, again but so what are the what are, you said it's the wave two championship yeah so okay so it's hyperspace format what's kind of the theme of this because they really are purpose building tournaments for x-wing these days yeah. they're like this is the thing that introduces the new set well, this is the thing that they were that's probably not gonna that's probably a dead model at <laughs> you this think point they died on the vine i think that that model kind of died on the vine already so wow. That's quick. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. They're going through so many changes with OP right now that I'm not going to even hazard a guess as to where, where they're going yeah. next. No, uh, there, there was a post on there, uh, that I saw online, and um, they did confirm that X-Wing is going to go to the new the new old model, basically, yeah. which was uh, there'll be store championships. Um, there's going to be premier championships, which is Prime regional. championships. Prime championships, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And then uh, there's going to be the next level after that. I forget what it's called, but it's still it's still going to be that that old system where it's going to be it, store, yeah. regional, national, uh, con, continental, continental, or whatever. Worlds. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're yeah. yeah they're they're kind of going back to the old system in that regards, um, which they didn't really do away with. They just renamed everything like really, like really weird names that I think really threw people off. Now the the. The one, the one big change, though, with the hyperspace, not the hyperspace, but with the wave kits, um, and, you know, obviously back in the day you had the store championships and you would have a store championship season. Um, the wave championships were just not as exciting. And I think that was kind of a problem um, because, one, there was no buy available, so you couldn't win yourself a regional buy. To get to the next level. To it? get to the next level. And because people traveled for store championships, partially, a lot of it because of the buys. Um, and But nobody nobody was really traveling for the wave championships because there just wasn't enough at stake, I guess. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm definitely glad to see the store championships come back um, for that in that regard. Um, well, I mean, I actually really liked when they did these sort of things geographically. That makes the most sense to me. And I'm not, I, I get where they were going with this. I mean, I'll fanboy it up and say it, you know, always kind of like the way 1.0 did it. I loved having, I loved having store championships. I loved having that get you a buy to the next level, which was your, you know, your regionals. And at that, you know, if you did well enough at the regionals, you got to go and get it at nationals. You yeah. Know what I mean? And then you go to worlds, right? Like, yeah. it's a geographic structure. It makes perfect sense to everybody that was yeah. like half a brain. Yeah. And I also really liked, and I really wish they had, I was kind of excited they would go back to, one of the things we used to love was the Kessel Run and the MDR Alpha were great events. That yeah, like, those... why that idea fell by the wayside, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, I don't know because that was awesome. The thing where you could get the ships from the next wave a month to two months early. Yeah. Oh my God, is that a prize to? Come oh yeah, it was super. You know I mean, cool. that's that's a prize like no one could take away from you. Like, yeah. You have this. Well, I remember going to what was it? Because I, mean, I didn't I didn't go to Kessel Run, but I went to MDR Alpha, and would we, we hit up what like two or three of those MDR Alpha events in one weekend? Yeah. Like we went to one here in town. We went to like one, uh, like two in Orlando or something like that. Well, it yeah. was like, and I won't lie to you, we we're absolute mercenaries about that. We got the ships and we sold them to people that just couldn't wait like two months. <laughs> yeah. And we used it to fund our entire play group's like experience for the next <laughs> yeah. And you know, 
those people paid like the amount of money they felt like it was worth to have these things early because they just wanted them so bad. Yeah, yeah. But they did, and you know what? They were happy, and we were happy, and we like that was those were great events. Yeah. I don't quite understand why they can't get that stuff together anymore. Yeah, well, I thought it was just cool being able to like go into the store and like so you play the tournament and then you get to the top four. Or I'm sorry, not the top four, but the final match. You get to the final match and then you get to you get to whip out the new ships. And, oh, yeah. and play with them right there in the final match. Well, that's like, such build, like a, build the list that, on the that spot. That was such a strategic challenge because, like, yeah, it's not like you've gotten a chance to play with these a bunch of you knew what they were gonna do. Like, you were thinking on your feet there. You're yeah, like, you had to you had to come up with a build somehow that made the ship that you've never seen before work. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting going into those events because I remember I remember like theory crafting uh, ahead of time. Like we were we would sit around and like talk about it's like okay, so there's this this and this that we know is gonna like what's in these packs and what's good. So like the list that I bring is going to have like these components that I can put with this thing. And so if I make the final, I can fit it into what I have and make a good list. I think there's always room for a format and I'm kind of surprised that, I mean, generally speaking, I'm always surprised that like alternate formats have never been a thing in X-Wing realistically. Yeah. Like hyperspace and extend is the first time there's ever been more than one format that anyone actually plays in X-Wing. Yeah. But like, isn't kind of interesting format to like know one ship your opponent is playing. Yeah. Like you get to know, one thing they're guaranteed to play, and you can kind of guess what the best thing to build around that would be, but you might be wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's an interesting strategic challenge mm-hmm. that, like, I don't think exists anywhere else in X-Wing. Yeah. And I really think it should. Like, we should try that one day and just do a tournament where it's, like, you require you, you always know that one ship is guaranteed to be in your opponent's list. Yeah. Well, they kind, of, else you don't know. they kind of did that a little bit with the system of uh, not, um, the Coruscant Invitational back in October, which was like the first real. Yeah, but wasn't that a troll experience where like the internet could vote on what crap tacular ship you had? To kind play? of, yeah, basically. That's, that's not. Well, it wasn't the ship; it was basically just an upgrade. But oh, it was okay. kind of funny because the one the card one of the cards that won was Leia, and you got to play the upgrade for free in your in your list. So like, you basically would build a two hundred point list and then throw Leia in there for free. Isn't it free now? <laughs> Uh, basically, <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, I I, th- I thought that was it was kind of funny that it, it, it like everybody like the internet voted for Leia, and it, you know turns out Leia's pretty damn good, especially when she's free or or two points. But yeah, I know. <laughs> it's an interesting strategic challenge too to just be like, well, I know my opponent's gonna play this ship, and he's gonna play these ships that counter this ship, but I can play this next level stuff that counters that. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like that's awesome. Actually, that's a lot of fun yeah. and interesting. Yeah, I I, I I enjoyed those MDR Alpha and Kessel Run release events like Those I said, it was cool, it was cool what a mark of pride to be like i have the ship a month before you do yeah like one of the things i, I thought it might be interesting to talk about because we're talking about these hyperspace trials we're talking about these you know wave two kit championships like i'm gonna take this completely from left field and draw it out of as always out of my fundament <laughs> well no but it's gonna be about x-wing yeah like as far as X-Wing prizes go, what's the ultimate prize that you can... Like, what's the coolest thing you've ever won playing X-Wing? Like, the um, thing that made you say, you know what, I really want that thing, and no one can take that away from me. It's the... I mean, generally speaking, most people would probably tell you the regional dice. That's that's the thing that most people gun for. And I can see that, because it's something you can use every game. Yeah. Like, it's something you always be able to use, something you can always do. Yeah. Like, the, templates, the, the templates, templates are, are also the templates very are a popular. great one too. Yeah, I've always loved my yeah. template sets. It's like in old Star Wars CCG, you got to design a card if you like won a uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. You got a, a design that was you know. Yeah, I remember playing as Brian Harold one time at, at Star Wars CCG like with the, I actually 
kind of whooped his ass with like the card he created. He's like, I've never <laughs> seen anyone else play that. I'm like, man, you know, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, you know, there's the, anyways the wave two championship that we had at Cool Stuff. You know, like I said, we had eleven players. Um, it was uh, it was kind of interesting. It was a it was a bit of a it was a bit of a cool down week for me a little bit after the hyperspace trial last week. I was you know that, and I was running the tournament, so it was um, you know I was just trying to have a good time. But um, who, uh, Gage ended up winning, so he's back in the fold. Yeah, he's back in the race. Yeah, yeah. So he was playing. Uh, uh, he was playing some like uh, Rebel Y Wing Rebel Beef stuff. Nah, he's not now. So. Um, by the way, listeners, I will not be in Atlanta, so you are required to buy Steve beers since I won't be there to do so. Uh, Gigabyte supplies them, so you know they do have beers there. Get them yeah. whatever is like the thirteen and a half percent. Just get me good and toasted. Yeah, do me solid. Uh, so uh, get them some sandwiches. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So it was, it was it was a fun little tournament, um, but uh, nothing nothing too serious. But uh, tra- actually, Travis did play. A kind of version of the uh, the Fang list. Uh, he played Fenrau, um, two Skull Squadrons, and uh, an escape the escape craft with a tactical officer on it, hmm. um, which he went three and one with. So, um, it's an interesting variant. Yeah, yeah. So, Carlos, what uh, what tournament did you guys have this weekend? What was going on? So uh, there was a couple of tournaments. Uh, we had our Wave Two Championships too. We got your fun on. Uh, which I did not attend, but uh, my friend uh, Chris uh, got Wave Two leader. Uh, he's now been the Wave leader for the last two waves. So congrats to him! Congrats uh, for showing nice. up to every event. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, and winning them. Uh, and winning them. And, and winning them. He uh, he more or less uh, wins maybe like eighty percent of the tournaments, uh, local tournaments. Really, you're letting Honestly. you're letting Chris win all those tournaments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 is very consistent. I, I am I am not. I'm not consistent. I'm only good when there's lots of people. <laughs> so well, that's the best time to be good. Yeah, exactly. But um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, he's been kicking butt lately. Uh, so hopefully, uh, uh, he does well for hyperspace trials. I went uh, to Orlando. Uh, it was also pretty small. It was ten people. Um, and mainly, uh, just a big group of them went to Adepticon, yeah. uh, Orlando Meta. So, uh, they were all out there, but, uh, it was a good showing, uh, I guess, you know, for, for the remainder, uh, that stayed behind and, uh, we did four rounds. I went three and one, so I was pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, flew, uh, Rebel Beef, uh, five Rebel ships, Lair Organa was there, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it was all the Initiative 2 uh, ships and the, I flew against Kylo twice um, and in Swiss I am pretty confident the list uh, does really 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 well uh, there's so much health uh, so it could carry over a lot of MOV uh, since uh, it's very hard to kill a lot of the ships yeah uh, but I found myself thinking, and especially in those two matches uh, versus Kylo, was, you know, this was a 75-minute match, and, and we had time, and it was Kylo versus the world, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, two or three of my ships were basically at one or two hole, uh, almost dead. Um, so 
you know, thought process came to mind. What if this was a two-hour file? Um, and I, I fear that that's, you know, what that list kind of has as a, uh, a crutch is that it's so great for a Swiss because of 75 minutes is just yeah. not enough time to kill everything. Yeah. But in a two hour final against an ace, it's just going to fall apart mm-hmm. because those ships are just going to die one by one. So, um, I, I'm still debating on whether that's what I want to take, uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, but it really just depends on what the goal is. Uh, right now, I think my goal is uh, templates, uh, so mm-hmm. finishing top eight. Yeah. Um, so making a cut, and I, I think that uh, it'll definitely get me to that point. Well, if you um, get templates, you know, make sure you get you actually get all the right templates. On the the right ones, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you got the wrong ones. Uh, I, yeah. I've been seeing. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The town in uh, it, uh, from the Davy Hyperspace Has trial. That resolved itself yet? No, because I can't get a hold of freaking anybody at FFG. But regardless, um, FFG is a shadow government. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I've got, so I got my templates for for making the top eight, and um, I go to I, I didn't look at them the night of. I just kind of put them away. I have this this superstition where I will not use any of the components that I earn in a tournament. Um, I, I wait till after the tournament's over to, to use any of the new stuff. No, they're, they're strangers to you. They'll they're strangers you. to they're me. Not, they they didn't they didn't friends. get me there. They didn't yeah. get me there, so but, I can't I can't yeah. use them. So, um, so anyways, I put them, I put them away and and uh, and then didn't look at them. And so I got home uh, the next day and I look at them, uh, open them up, and I, I had two straight four templates and no straight five. Oh, yeah. So that was good times. Um, now, honestly, this is actually the second time this has happened to me. Uh, my first set of regional templates in 2014 uh, came with two uh, two banks and no three bank. So I had to get a hold of FFG back then and uh, and get a replacement piece, which was much easier before <laughs> Asmodee took over the customer service department. It was a it was a V19 uh, template set. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I got a V19. Did you hear about that? The, yes. The two two banks. Yes. Yeah. Well, what was funny is the um, people. So it was because this tournament was like right after Wave Three was released, and those there were people playing uh, uh, Republic stuff at the tournament, and I was in the, in the parking lot, and I found uh, half a dial in the parking lot, like on the ground, and I looked at it, and it was uh, it was a it was a it was one of the bad V19 dials. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just tossed it on the ground in the parking lot. <laughs> but anyways, that just made me laugh. But um, so yeah, anyways, you know that's templates, and my, I'm gonna have to go on a little odyssey here with uh, Fancy Flight customer support, and hopefully get my correct template sent to me. But, Apparently, the, the there's some that are the the lines aren't correct. Is that, yeah, is that I saw the, the pictures. The lines are off center and stuff. Yeah, I mean, advantage templates is that what yeah. they're calling them? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like the old uh it was like the remember the um what was it the was it the proxy mines? Was was it the proxy mines were the ones that were like w- like wildly off like to the point where you couldn't like they were they were like considerably larger than the normal proxy mines and like they, they Did they make them like the size of seismic charges or something when they should have been like different? No, no, no. They were the right shape and stuff. But oh, just, the cluster mines. Yeah. Cluster the, mines. The yeah, there's clusters. Yeah. 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 I do what, remember that. What it was, the acrylic ones, so they wouldn't fit in the templates. So when you went to put it on the back, so you put like your one template out the back of your ship and you go to put it in there and the nubs weren't cut right. So they wouldn't fit in there. So it would like stick out like an extra like, you know, like the entire length Enough of the nub space. Enough to invalidate the use yeah, of it. Yeah, that and they were and they were like a good like two or three millimeters wider 
around all wow. edges <laughs> than the original cluster rise. <laughs> but you know, but regardless, you know. <laughs> um, Poor FFG. Yeah, right. <laughs> we love them, but we just love to give them a hard time too. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so what do we got uh, coming up here? Um, I know this Saturday, April 6th, I, I will be, me and uh, Travis are heading up to Atlanta for the uh, hyperspace trial in Atlanta. Go and represent. Yeah, Bye, go, Steve go represent. Here. I think uh, the Tampa guys are going as well, I believe. Oh, good. So I should, should, should see Ryan and Brad up there. They should buy you a beer. Which I will. We'll buy each other beers. So the, those guys are. Don't buy Travis a beer. He didn't oh, come on tonight no, no, or no, last no. week. No, not him. No. He's actually kind of ducking him. Yeah. They should actually just punch him in the stomach. <laughs> so wait. Well, so hold on. So last week it was that he was apparently sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claimed to be okay. sick. This week so he thinks he's week resting up so he can go to Atlanta this weekend. Okay, you're resting up there. Okay, so cool. So we're gonna keep a running, you know, tally. Of his excuses. Yeah, we're going to keep a, a, a tally, uh, an excuse Until tally. I feel like our final episode would just be like, hey, it was weird. The other day he told us he actually just doesn't like any of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the Atlanta Atlanta system open should be a good time. Um, and uh, we'll get to, you know, hang out, hang out with the guys. So then the weekend after that, uh, April 13th, is the um, hyperspace trial in Orlando Ooh. at yep. Cool Stuff Waterford. Which we will all be at. Yep. The whole yep. the whole podcast crew will be there. Um, so also buy us beer there, but like be more surreptitious <laughs> about it because they don't serve it at cool stuff. Yeah, those they're their sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be parking, surreptitious they're, about they're it. They're parking lot sandwiches. Be like, <laughs> remember when like Lobot just like gives like Lando that little sidelong glance. So I'm bringing a cooler for this you. one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to bring. I'm one? gonna have to bring a cooler too. I need to. I need to I'm repay the, bring the Tampa guys. I'm sure he has it on him. Uh, he'll have something. Have it, like, hidden. Yeah, I hope something. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so cool stuff. Waterford, April thirteenth. That'll be a great tournament on another hyperspace trial. Um, what is after that? Any, you got anything else after that, Carlos? I uh, know there's a squadron cup uh, coming up as well. Uh, oh, so yeah. there is going to be a tournament uh, that's going to be uh, team based, uh, sort of like the crate cup is. Yeah. Um, so that should be fun. I'm hoping to see. A lot of the different uh, Florida Mentors represent, uh, mm-hmm. kind of bring in their own teams. And that one's on May, um, May the 4th, right? May the 4th weekend. Yeah. May the 4th be with you. Mm. Correct. Mm. Star yep. Wars weekend. Star Wars weekend. Now, um, are we a team? Maybe we, we could be. I have not well, been You already have teammates, yet. don't you? I have not been claimed yet, no. Oh, oh you're still on waivers? Still on the waivers. I'm still on waivers, yeah. Mm. Well, we'll have to discuss this further. <laughs> it's not like it's gonna be an off-the-air discussion because it's gonna be cutthroat shit here. Like, well, we'll just we'll, the, the, we'll just it's a discussion for another time, but we'll get there. Literally, the discussion is gonna be like Joe, we're replacing you with Travis. I'm like, yeah, you all <laughs> suck it. <laughs> you can all suck it. We actually want to win. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna go hang out with Ryan and uh, Brad. <laughs> He'll adopt me for the day. I'm gonna, uh, just, I'm gonna form my own team with blackjack and hookers. Yes. So. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so the so the, the the team event down in Orlando that'll be a good time. What store is that at? Is that at Waterford? That's, I believe so. Yeah, that's okay. gonna be at the Waterford store. And then um, again, I'm gonna plug it again for the millionth time, and I will plug it in, until I can't plug it anymore. Uh, the campaign against cancer, May 18th. Um, everybody, you know, it, it's it's for a good cause. It's it's having fun playing X-wing for for a good cause. So. Um, just come on out, go to twinsuncharities.com and, and get your tickets on there. Um, uh, if you go to the store, Jacksonville is one of the locations in there. 
um, you can you can purchase your tickets. Um, so just want to get as many people out to that event as possible. It's it's that's just a, a great fun event where you can just have a fun casual day of X-Wing. It's not it's not competitive. It's not about who wins or loses. It's it's just about having a good time and and getting some money together for uh, for a good charity for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So um, like, like I said, again, I can't plug it enough. I've been uh, you know, I've been you've probably seen my posts all over Facebook about it. So um, but uh, but get your tickets. Uh, come on down. I'm not, but I will be at the yeah, Joe will be though. Joe will Joe, you will be uh, you will be live streaming. We are live streaming. Oh yeah, of course oh, we're live streaming. We did it last uh, we year. Actually, we all just found out that this the same time. <laughs> we talked about this a while back. <laughs> we probably did. We probably did. Yeah. The um, same conversation about the after party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the same night. Um, so, anyways, uh, it's it, it's it's just like I said. I can't say enough about the event. It's just a it's just a, a fun event. So just remember, like me, uh, I unfortunately won't be able to attend, but you can still donate. Uh, yes. So it's, yeah, it, yeah. It is important yeah, to note. You know what I mean. Even if you can't make it, uh, just uh, please yep. donate to. Like I said, it's a good. It's for a good cause. So. Yep. Yep. You can still donate. And then uh, you know, and I even had pe- I even had people order T-shirts who couldn't make it to the tournament last year, and then um, they couldn't make it, so I just held the T-shirts Do for them. Are you doing the challenge coin again for that? Or? Yep. Yep, they're doing I really, it. I actually, I, that's one of my prized possessions from like tournament wins. Yeah, the challenge coin. For they got it, and they, they, they it's super cool. It's a new design this year. It's the Emperor's Throne Room. Oh, that's uh, cool. So it's got Palpatine in the middle with uh, the two royal guards on either side of him. Oh, very cool. And then very on cool. the other, on the flip side, it's the uh, I believe it's the the shield generator on Endor. Oh, nice. So, so very cool. Very it's cool. good. It's a, it's a, a yeah. They, they do a fantastic job on those challenge coins, by the way. Those are awesome. Yeah. yeah I so, love that. Um, anyways, that's all I got. Um, obviously, there's the system open at the end of May in Atlanta, but uh, everybody everybody knows about that. So, <laughs> first time I've heard of it. No, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got anything that else, time, Carlos? I was literally just kidding. I swear. No, that's a wrap. Yeah, right. uh, but seriously though, about the system open, um, I'm gonna do this for all of my games that I play there. Is my play actually there? Um, come and say hi to us, guys. Like, yeah, we're actually finally getting. This is like episode 11 11 11 of the podcast like we're actually like a legit podcast now so you can come up to us and be like we think your podcast is actually the coolest one ever don't tell you know insert name of other podcasts i've never heard like don't tell, don't tell them, them but well actually you're our favorite yeah i mean you, you, you and you can make up podcast names to joe because he doesn't know any of the other oh ones. yeah you're, like, you're way better than you know <laughs> Yarna Del Gargan's ample, you know, vast <laughs> um, tracts of land, which I sure is the name of a podcast yeah. somewhere. I mean, if you just want to tell us we oh my suck, God. That's if you fine nerds too. know who Yarna Del Gargan is, you yeah. just need to like, get always, out more. I'm always uh, okay to hear some constructive criticism. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, be- only stoke my ego. I'm fragile. Joe, <laughs> be careful, Joe. The, the other, me and Carlos, you can. You yeah, know, you can like get, tell them the truth, it. lie to me all day long. Just you know, we can handle it. <laughs> I can't handle it. So, all right. Well, that's a wrap on this show. Uh, we will see you guys next week. And kids, dials, dials down. Dials down. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. Bottoms up.